To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, China vying for more influence in the Pacific has been of great interest this week with China attempting to push through their region-wide deal. Peter Lewis is our Asia business correspondent to talk us through it out of Hong Kong. Hi, Peter. Good evening, Heather. I want to get your take on this, okay? So our foreign minister has met with the Chinese ambassador in New Zealand, and they have contradicting versions of what happened in that meeting. She says they did not discuss in any great detail the U.S. statement, the White House statement. He tweeted this morning after she said that yesterday. He tweeted this morning and said, actually, they did discuss it. Now, why would he do that? Is he niggling her or is he sending a message to Beijing? Um, I, I think there's a different emphasis here. I suspect what's happened is that uh, your foreign minister didn't particularly want to discuss uh, that statement. It certainly wasn't top of her list. She probably wanted to uh, keep more of the sort of neutral, ambivalent position that New Zealand had towards China before this statement uh, with President Biden came out. Now, in case of the Chinese ambassador, I'm absolutely sure it would have been top of his list of things to discuss uh, on orders of, of Beijing. In fact, he would have discussed this before with the foreign minister in Beijing. Um, and China is very, very sensitive to countries that it thinks are cozying too up too much to the US. Uh, it sees US as its great rival in the world, uh, particularly in the Pacific. And it's accused many countries in the past and whole blocks, in fact, for example, the European Union, it's accused it of not having its own independent foreign policy. It says, you know, you're just following what the US says uh, and does and following their uh, foreign policy. It's, it's accused many countries um, of that. And I think the message uh, that he was giving to New Zealand is um, a, a very similar thing. You know, you've got to sort of come up with your own uh, policy here and not just do what the US uh, is doing. Yeah, okay. I, I think you probably nailed it there. On that, that Pacific white deal that China's been trying to get uh, stitched together this week, it hasn't gone quite to plan. Would you describe it as a failure? Um, it definitely hasn't gone to plan. Uh, and partly that's China's fault. I mean, it came to the Pacific uh, meeting with these dozen countries with a sort of agreement already written out before it even sat down and talked about it uh, with some countries and negotiated anything. But that's often the Chinese way of doing things. They see themselves as the big country, the you are the small country, therefore, you know, this is the agreement. Um, but that's obviously put the backs up of a, a number of countries. Uh, Micronesia was saying this could spark, spark a new Cold War. Uh, it was particularly insensitive to go to Papua New Guinea, just as they're having um, a, a general election. Um, and they've pushed back on this uh, as well. So it hasn't gone to plan for China, for sure, um, but they uh, they are going to continue with it. Um, and in my mind, you know, if this, if this comes off, it is a complete game changer. It totally alters the balance of power um, in the South Pacific, and it puts countries like New Zealand um, in a complete hole because um, New Zealand can no longer sit on the fence anymore um, and try and sort of take the view that, look, you know, we have a lot of economic ties with, uh, with China. Uh, we can be fairly ambivalent about this. At the same time, we can, uh, you know, have good relations with the US. Uh, China is now going to push them into one direction or the other. There, some are crediting Penny Wong, the new foreign minister of Australia, with scuppering the deal by getting into places like Fiji and stopping it. Do you think that's what's happened? 
I certainly think her trip was very timely uh, and it reminded countries that, you know, historically Australia, New Zealand have been the guarantors of their security. They're the ones who have provided aid to them. And I think these countries would like, um, you know, to Australia and New Zealand to continue doing that. In many ways, their values are more similar uh, to, to Australia and yours than, than they are to China's. But I think they felt uh, that they've been rather abandoned. There's been a lot of talk um, uh, about helping them, but not much action. So in some ways, what China has done has done them a big favour because now um, everyone is courting them. They're going to have a lot of money thrown at them. Uh, they're mm. going to get a lot more development aid, a lot more attention. Uh, so in some ways, uh, they're going to come off um, out of this not too badly. Yeah, that's actually a very good point and one I'm very uncomfortable about, but as it is. Peter, thank you so much. Peter Lewis, our Asia business correspondent in Hong Kong. Have a good weekend.